Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You were meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. And the purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Well, today we're going to look at what you need to do when you don't have an answer or solution to a problem, or things aren't progressing in your life in a way that you'd like it to. So often, we see people waiting for something to happen so that their life would change for the better. Because they don't know what to do, or they've tried everything that they do know how to do, and none of it brought about the change they sought. If you ask us, we'd probably say, Don't "Don't wait, wait, just create. (laughs) (laughs) First, let me back up a bit and talk about the kind of situation we're referring to here. A lot of times, spiritual seekers awakening souls and those who have been studying metaphysics in some way have come to us asking for help in moving along in their lives and especially their spiritual growth. Some of them were trying to take the bull by the horn, as they say, and make things happen in their lives by applying what they've learned about manifesting what they need and want in their lives, but with the force of their will. On the other hand, there have been those who are trying to practice what they thought was letting go and letting God by giving it all up to God and waiting to see what God wants for them. Yet, many of them don't realize that God never wants anything. That which is limitless and eternal has no lack and therefore no desire for anything. Unconditional or divine love is all giving never wanting. Love doesn't even, quote-unquote, want to give. It just gives out of abundance of limitlessness, limitlessness and loving. It doesn't favor one recipient over another. Now, amongst the latter group, there are many who are sincere and loving, but unnecessarily suffered because they were just passively waiting for God to give them something or show them the way. In truth, God was already giving to them and showing them their way, but in their desire to let God or Spirit do everything and just waiting for it, they missed what was being offered to them. On the other hand, those in the former group, those who tried to control the outcome of things to get what they needed and wanted, got into trouble as well since they suffered the consequences of trying to use their force of will to make things happen. Of course, most of us along the way have tried both ways at different times with varying results. The real answer on what to do and how to proceed when we don't have a clear-cut answer or know what to do or how to do it is to proceed with the correct elements for each way. We have to let things be as they are and create what it is We need to fulfill our purpose for being here in this world. We've talked many times about being neutral and being 
a quote-unquote body of glass on this show. They both mean letting things be exactly as they are first. Whether it's what you're experiencing within yourself, such as thoughts and emotions and certain types of energy or something that is happening in the world around you, if you jump in and try to fix it or change it or control it in some way, you'll suffer and it won't go the way you'd want it to go, except only perhaps temporarily at best. First things first. Let things be as they are and find your neutrality in relationship to it all. Let your reactions pass. If you do, you will become more neutral. Neutrality is important because only in neutrality can you access your true beingness or spirit self. Your ego is never neutral. You as spirit are always neutral. It is only through neutrality that you can experience unconditional love or truth. So, once you gain even a bit of neutrality, you begin to be able to respond, at least a bit, as the spirit self that you are and not as the reactive body person. This is where a lot of people get stuck. It is within you as spirit that you have your innate creative power. And it really is a huge power. When you're at a new crossroads in life, you need your creativity to create something new, something different than what you've been creating or expressing before. Yeah, it's it's that point in your life, you know, when when you need something new. When you're when you're done with what you've been doing or done with how you've been doing it or you've completed one of your karmic cycles with someone, that's the point at which you'd most likely be stumped with, you know, what do I do now? How do I proceed with my life? That's because you're done with that chapter in your in your book of life. And you're the author of that book, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've been writing that book of life. And when you finish one chapter, when you're finished writing one chapter, as an author, well, what do you do? You have to go on to writing the next chapter. You need to create. And at this point in your life, you can't afford to wait for anyone else, including your idea of waiting for God. When you're at this completion point of a chapter in your life of a major cycle, you're ready to get going with a new adventure. Well, God supports that 100%. God's already given you the go-ahead to create what you'd like to create in your life. The first time I really faced that, I th- I was in my early 20s. It was a scary thing at that time. I was already teaching full-time And I was meditating a whole lot, every day, many times a day. I was always checking in with God to see what my next instructions were. What was I to do? What was God's will for me? I kept getting, what would you like, (laughs) as the answer. And at first, I thought, now that couldn't be right. 
you know, I must, I must not be hearing correctly. And I thought, nah, when I got that answer again, I'm going, nah, this must be my ego getting in the way. I kept asking, but I kept getting, what would you like? And I was always, I was trying to hand it back. No, what would you like? No, no, no. <laughs> what would you like? <laughs> it's, it's like one of those comedy skits, you know, where one person's going, no, please, you first. No, 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 you first. No, you first. No, you first. <laughs> oh, who's on first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then it gets to be like, who's on first? So it took me a, quite a while to come to terms with that answer. I wanted to do what God had for me to do. That was easy for me. By that point, I, it, was, it was a breeze. I get, do this, do that, and, all right, I go do it. Well, finally, I realized that I was stalling. I was afraid. I wanted someone much higher up on the pay grade to tell me correct instructions on what to do rather than trusting in myself that I knew what I needed to do next on my path or how I'd like to do it. I knew that I had to come to terms with trusting in myself because I realized if I couldn't love and trust myself and stand behind what I decided, how then would I possibly be able to fully love and trust God? I was fooling myself that I could separate myself from God and trust God. I was thinking that God is, you know, way up there, so to speak. Not, not some old man sitting in a throne in the skies, but up there in terms of mm, knowing, in terms of having all, being limitless, and therefore totally trustworthy, but not so much myself, way down here. Quote, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> down here, not so much on earth, but down here on a lowly level. Ah, not, not that wise, not, not all-knowing, very limited in many ways. So I was being shown that my next step on my path was to learn to trust myself more. I had already established my faith and my belief in God. And I needed to take a big leap of faith so that I could trust myself as spirit enough to have my certainty in the spirit of God. Ah, if I couldn't trust myself as spirit first, I can't really trust anyone, even God, as the Spirit. So, progressing from a belief in God to the certainty or true experience of God is a big leap. <laughs> That's what I was learning back when. I was learning that Spirit always offered both and, whereas the ego was always demanding either or, 
Yeah, either or. It's like an ultimatum, isn't it? The ego's always giving an ultimatum. Either you do this or. Either this or. Whereas spirit is handing limitlessness and all of it, both and, this and that, and more. About this, I keep going back to Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, looking into his cup and asking, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass by me. However, not as I will, but as you will. He wasn't afraid to ask for what it was that he would like to have or what he felt was the best choice. He wasn't, he wasn't giving up his seniority to God saying, okay, God, you know, uh, get whatever, me out of here. yeah, get me out of here, <laughs> whatever you do. He wasn't either or. He wasn't going, hey, I don't care what, just get me out of here. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Neither was he saying, it's all yours, God. Whatever you want, whatever you want, you know, uh, what what I'm thinking is not important. What I know isn't important. It's just about you. No, he wasn't doing either. He was going, this is, if it's up to me, <laughs> I, I, I like this cup passed away. You know, I, I like to pass by this next step. Let somebody else do it or I don't want to do this. But if you... It is your will. Then, that's it. I'm doing it. That's both and. Right? It's fully left to God's will. But, here's my two, two cents worth. Here's where I'm at. This is what I like. But, if that's not in line with your will, then your will will go with that. Ah, so when we say, don't wait, just create, we're saying, be neutral and let things be and at the same time, keep creating. Don't hold back. Don't, don't stop your creative process. You're a creative being. We're saying, don't make your answer an either or answer. Make it both and. Our recent house sale was a good example. It was like the overnight success that took 40 years in the making. <laughs> we only owned our house for, for 15. 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that our house took, sale of the house took four years because we decided to sell our house and put it officially up for sale four years before it actually closed escrow. It's a long time for house sales. And for most of those four years, people didn't even come to see it except for an occasional showing or two, once in a while. Yet, since it was for sale, we had to keep it pretty much show ready at a moment's notice for those four years. A lot of work. We're waiting for that. Were we waiting for the house to sale? No, no, no. We kept creating our lives every day. It was our way of asking God that we liked our house bought by good people. Not just by anybody, but good people. But once we made the decision to sell our house and move to a different city, what would ultimately happen was according to God's will. We would every day create the next steps 
of what we needed to do for a move and the sale of the house as if we were pl- happening, you know, that was happening all along with creating the next steps of our business and our lives in general as if we were continuing to live there both ways. Which we were. So I've seen many people get stuck in either or in similar situations, but make sure you make the decision both and. We're either we're selling this house and moving elsewhere and we have to stay here and live. Well, our first break is coming up, so I'd like to let you know that in two Saturdays on May 25th, From 10 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Time, we'll be teaching our teleclass titled Overwhelmed Psychic Tools for Regrouping. If you've never joined us for a teleclass, which you can do from anywhere in the world, by the way, check it out. You'll learn simple but powerful psychic tools to help you live your life more joyfully as the spiritual being that you are in this world. For all the details, go to michaeltamora.com, our website, events calendar for May 25th. To sign up, you can also call our office at 530-926-2650, Monday to Friday, business hours, Pacific time. When we return in a couple of minutes, we'll continue with Don't Wait, Just Create. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show. Hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you are looking to deepen your understanding of karma, the law of attraction, metaphysics, mindfulness, and intuition, be sure to tune in each week for You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind with host Katherine Potter. Catherine and her insightful guests will show how everything interconnects, explaining concepts and modalities that connect the mind and body. It's a refreshing look at the universe and the laws that govern it. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your hosts, Colleen Biggs and Dee Daniels, speak with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. 
Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone, to our series today, Don't Wait, Just Create. So Michael is talking about the um, way that we create is sometimes either or, or what is the other one, and? Both and. Both and. Either or or both and. And I wanted to insert another comment here. I do uh, clairvoyant readings. I have been doing them since the early 1980s, so a very long time. You're that old? I'm that old, yeah. I was 30 when I started. And uh, one of the things that I hear a lot from people is, oh, I'm not a very creative person. And Uh you might even have been thinking about that when we're talking about this. But what I want to comment here is, if you're here on planet Earth in a body, living your life, even if you think it's not a great life, Um, Hey, by the way, not everybody thinks that way about you. Um, You are creating. You are a creative being. You are so creative, you have this life. And one of my observations is that um, for spiritual seekers, it's it's kind of a different path because when a person comes in, they already have a plan set up for their lifetime and contingency plans. So... For the main plan, if you don't, uh, let's say, take certain types of steps that are for you to take any time you want to take them, then uh, you fall back on what I call the original plan for your life, the original default uh, program for your life. And so what you might find is that if you're not a conscious person or you're not practicing your conscious awareness at uh, any given time in your life, you sort of fall back into old patterns that need to be worked from what I call the long haul, the long way of working things out. For instance, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about karma, I think, at some point. But when you come in to work things out with people, sometimes the, the quick program is to go to your creative place and go, what is the best way to handle this negative situation? And you might get that intuition in your mind that says, maybe it's time to forgive that person. Ah! I'll tell you, forgiveness is one of the things that people just get the most upset about because it goes into a whole different place of, uh, if I forgive them, then they'll do it again. That's not true, necessarily. You don't have to let them do it again. You can still stand your ground about things. But if you forgive them, you close up a certain window and you open up new windows for creating a different uh, path in your life at that time. So, Michael, I'd like to hand it back over to you. Yeah, and like Raphael said, uh, we're going to have a couple of shows on karma and forgiveness, reincarnation. Those kinds of things are coming up down the line, too. (laughs) So stay tuned. (laughs) Okay, so uh, before the break, I was talking about the difference between creating, you know, not waiting and just creating of working with both and. So many times I've seen people get stuck on either or. And a similar situation to what I was talking about in our house sale and move. 
They they get stuck instead of what we did, how we did it. They get stuck on, gee, you know, this house isn't selling. It hasn't sold for four years. There must be something wrong with you guys or it. <laughs> no one's buying it. So so then they get, okay, I guess we have to give up selling this house and stay here because, mm. you know, we we can't sell it. So they, they stop the creating process of selling the house and moving, and they just go back to, okay, we, we know uh, we can't do anything about this. We're just going to have to live here and stay here. Or they're, they're going, we gotta, we got to sell this house. we got to move somewhere. We know we can't live this way. So they, they have a fire sale. They, they just practically give the house away or whatever, much to their, uh, what would you say, difficulty, right? Mm-hmm. If they had to do that. And so they, they get stuck in. Either we're, we're selling this house, we're able to sell this house somehow and move, or else we'd have to stay here and live here until, you know, the economy changes or, or something happens, right? So either or, and they get stuck. But what I was using that example as an illustration is, no, if you do that, you get stuck. If you go, yeah, this is what we would like. We're, we're, we'd like to have somebody great, really, who loves the house, who would be happy with this house, who would be good for the neighborhood. This is what we were looking for, is not just to sell the house to anybody, but to someone who would be a good fit, not only in the house and the property, but in the neighborhood. Because we would like, wherever we go, for when we leave that place, we'd like to leave it in a better place than when we found it. So that's that's always in our thinking and our creative process. And this is maybe perhaps why it took a little bit longer to find the really good match rather than just sell it to the highest bidder type of a thing. So then it's, okay, we're selling this. We're, we start packing. We were packing boxes for four years and staging the place. And, you know, little by little, uh, fixing little things that we find that would make it better for the sale as well as make it better for the new tenants, new owners. And so we're moving along just as if we're moving, we're selling the house, the house is selling, that we're moving, we've you know, picked out, okay, where are we going to move to? And four months before we actually sold the house, we start paying rent for the house we're living in now because we knew, oh yeah, we need to be out of there so the next buyers can really have the house. And, and then we start the physical process of moving and stuff. That was uh, already there. At the same time, we lived every day in that house as if we're just living there. We're not waiting for the sale of the house. We're living every day, creating every day, going along. Both and, not either or. And one of my favorite examples of our subject today, don't wait, just create, came years ago, years and years ago, when I taught a 45-minute workshop 
on creating what you would like in your life at this uh, conference, uh, expo-like uh, event that I was uh, leading. And I merely taught a simple class, very simple class, 45 minutes, on how to mock up what you'd like. And mocking up is a simple but powerful psychic tool that we've mentioned a few times on our previous shows. And we'll talk about it from time to time. Well, at the end of the workshop, one young, well, toward the end of the workshop, we hadn't finished yet, I asked, you know, anybody have questions about what I just taught? And one young woman asked me, a great question. She said she wanted to find a new job that would offer her not only a big step up in pay, but also much more opportunity for advancement to more creative positions. What she couldn't figure out when she was looking at creating this, quote, mock-up to get the manifesting process going was how does she create it so that the transition from one job to the other would work out in the way she wanted it to go. She explained that she loved her current job and that the only reason she was looking to move was for expanding her horizons and for her, you know, it's a career move, not because she was not happy at her current job. She said she had the best boss an employee could ever want there. So she wanted to make sure that she left that job without causing undue turmoil or problems for him or for his company. She also was pretty much on a week-by-week budget so that she didn't have any wiggle room financially for her to be out of pay for more than a week at the most. She wanted to give her current boss at least a two-week notice, which would give her enough time to help train her replacement at the current job before she would completely step out of there. She didn't know how she would be able to secure a good job interview and land a great position somewhere in just a few days after leaving her current job and then manage to get paid within a week after she gets her final paycheck at her current job. (laughs) She was at a complete loss and you know, I, I can't I can't put this together in, in this mock-up exercise to put out there. So I told her that was a great question, but it was a very simple answer. Both and, not either or. She was very clear on not only what she would like to have in her new job, but also how she would like to complete her time in her current job. She was also very clear on her financial needs. I told her, I told her Her mock-up needed to include all of that. There's no conflicts in all of that. Not in the way we create as spirit. There's only conflict in the the logical thinking, so to speak, of how the world is and what our experience has been so far of it. No, no, this, you can't do that. It's either this way or that way. That's how the world seems to work. So I told her, you know, her mock-up needed to include all of that and her certainty that she could have all of it working seamlessly. She simply said, oh, that's easy. And she went back to her meditation and went to work on that. After the workshop, she was quite happy with her experience and told me she let me know how everything goes. So she got my business card, phone number and all that. About a week later, I received a phone call from her. 
She was jumping up and down, exclaiming, it worked, it worked. (laughs) And I'm going, who is this? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And she proceeded to tell me about her miracle. She didn't wait. Once she sent out her mock-up for what it was she would like to manifest in her life regarding her career, she had a long talk with her current boss about what she decided to do and how she would like to do it. Her boss was completely supportive of her plan and was so grateful that she had communicated to him in advance and was willing to stay an extra two weeks to train her replacement. This way, her boss was able to find a replacement before she went away. She also gave her his blessing to interview, start interviewing with potential employees, employers, even while she was still on his payroll. And he said, you don't have to hide it. You know, we're, we're going to support you on this. She assured him she wouldn't schedule anything that would be in conflict with her time at the current job. She then found the next job of her dreams in the second job interview she had, just a couple days later on a Friday. In fact, she was interviewed by the boss himself of this new company, and he offered her the position on the spot. When she asked him when he expected her to start if she took the position, he said, first thing Monday morning. And she didn't know what to do because she was committed to following through with her promise to her current job, but definitely knew that this was the job she had mocked up in the workshop. Then she realized that she also mocked it up to work seamlessly for the transition as well. So she got up the courage to tell her potential new job boss what her commitment to her current employer was and why, and that she didn't know how to make it work because she truly wanted to say, Yes to this position that she was being offered. Amazingly, the interviewer told her, I already decided you were perfect for this position and exactly the kind of employee I was looking for. But when you told me your commitment and plans for how you were going to handle your leaving your current job, you totally confirmed for me you are the one I want for this job. I've dreamt of having an employee who was so considerate and respectful of her employer. So how about this? You have your position here starting first thing Monday morning. That means you'll get your start getting your full pay then. But you can also have full two weeks to finish up your work at your current job so you can fulfill your promise to your boss. Well, what a wonderful story that is. And we now have our second break coming up, and I think we'll talk about this a little more. But but before we go on break, I'd like to remind you to join us in beautiful Switzerland next month for our tour. Michael will be teaching an evening seminar in Basel for PSI Verein on Wednesday, June 5th from 7 to 10 p.m. It'll be on using your intuition, how to find your own answers and navigate your life. Then he'll be giving an evening workshop in Zurich for Forum im Licht on Friday, June 7th from 7 to 9 p.m. on Get to Know Your Friends in Spirit, Angels, Guides, Teachers, and Other Helpers. His evening teachers will be followed by a powerful in-depth weekend seminar in Zurich, Saturday, June 8th through Sunday, June 9th on Unlock Your Intuition, Clairvoyance, and Mediumship to Create a Joyous Life. When we return, we'll continue with Don't Wait, Just Create. See you in a couple minutes.
It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Tune in for Five Blossom Radio. Each week, host Denise Richard will discuss common interests in the fields of art, health, and spirituality. The series is arranged into three parts, focusing on five blossom gatherings, the Four Voices program, and Fires of Compassion. Every program is available on demand, so if you miss any part of the series live, be sure to catch up. Five Blossom Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work. And you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. The White House Doctor Makes House Calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Today we're suggesting that you don't wait for something to happen, but rather to just create. Michael, I'd like you to continue talking about this wonderful uh, experience that you had with this woman who created her new job in truly the correct way. Yes, and part of why it worked for her is because she wasn't intellectualizing. You know, when she was at the workshop, when I told her, oh yeah, just include all of it and make sure it all works seamlessly. And she said, oh, okay, that's, that's easy. She didn't go, but how does that work and why? And, and, but that's not the way the world works. And, and, you know, a lot of people do that. They go, but you're being unreasonable. <laughs> well, my favorite uh, phrase that I hear people use all the time when we're teaching some of this stuff is, yeah, but my situation is different. Yeah, but I call it the yeah, but syndrome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a very tough syndrome. Yeah, but, <laughs> but boy, she, of course, you know, took that job, and I heard from her again a little while later uh, once she got going on everything, the new job and everything, and she was so happy, and she got, you know, full pay for two weeks without having to even show up at her new desk, and then she got her full pay at her other job for the same two weeks, and she started her new job with 
double pay instead of being short, you know. Her past experience was she had to quit the job first, go start doing interviews. Behind her boss's back. Or no, no, she she wouldn't do that. So she but she would wait. Some, some of the old people. Yeah, she would wait to be uh, respectful of the yeah. current position, and then so after she leaves the current position, she has to go knocking on doors and getting job interviews, and then finally down the line she get an interview that worked and take on the job, and then they'll say, oh yeah, we'll start you next month or next week or whatever. So she had to go for you know at least several weeks before she got paid and and she couldn't afford to do that so that's why she was stuck and i think a lot of people get stuck in that position of well i can't do this because that unless this happens and i can't do that because unless this happens and pretty soon you're between a hard spot and a rock and you can't move and that's when you're following that ego's ultimatum. It's either or, either or, either or. But the minute you step out of that and you have the courage to step out of that and go, wait a minute, what if I just create it? You know? And the beginning process of that is utterly about the simplest thing we can possibly ever do. Uh, how's, How's that? Well, you have to be like a little kid again and go, oh, yeah, imagine that. <laughs> I could imagine it. What can I imagine? That's the beginning. That's the beginning of creating. And creating is not always a problem-solving, uh, let's say, ability, but it does solve the quote-unquote problem of wanting or desiring to produce something in your life that you'd like. For instance, one of the things I'd like to produce in my life and am now actively doing it after 15 years of going through lots of processes, just like this woman, is I'm writing my book. And um, as I have been wanting to write the book, the story I'm writing the book about has continued to Uh, move along and I'm really really excited about it so you know one of the things I like about this story about the woman looking for her job is that she set things up in creating her life in a way that she didn't have to separate from something that she that no longer suited her in in this part of her life she didn't have to create it like a bad breakup like a bad relationship breakup where she had to make her job bad or wrong but even if you're unhappy in a job for using job as an example of that creating you can move out of that unhappiness and move into that creative level that you have within you so it doesn't have to be like a bad breakup yeah and and um what's a bad breakup well it's based on fear right underneath it all anything like that is because we let fear dictate. And this mock-up and being able to not wait and just create her next chapter of her life, which, which it was. It was a big, big chapter. And she was uh, able to do so because she didn't confine herself to her past experience that things don't work this way. 
in the business world or in the job market. She didn't let those beliefs, those concepts, and even those experiences we all have. Hey, the last 10 times I did this, it didn't work. (laughs) And it's easy when, when you see it so much in the world, you see people trying out this and that, you've done it yourself, and it didn't work or it doesn't seem to work. You let that control. You let that control you instead of going, no, I'm just going to get into the present right now. Not be in regret or fear about the past. Not be in judgment. I'm going to let all that stuff go. It's, they're not serving me. Right now, right here. Oh, I could be like that little kid. And just imagine, you know, we've all done it. We, we go, mommy, mommy, I'm, I'm looking uh, uh, from way up here. I'm flying over you. Well, was our body flying over our mother? No. The body was sitting on the floor or whatever, but we could imagine it. Yeah, we could even imagine what's it look like from up there, from the ceiling. Oh, how about that? We're spirit. We're aware. We're creative. And imagination is the first step to our creative process. It just means we're imaging. We're seeing the picture. Some people call it creative visualization, but it's essentially imagination, right? Or imaging something. And so if we can't image something, if we can't imagine something, it's not going to happen. Because everything we create in life, we first imagine it. Even negative things. Oh, yeah. Hey, when we worry, when we're worried, we're constantly imagining this terrible thing that's going to happen or that might happen, right? So, and then if you worry enough, it will happen because yes. you're imagining it. And you're empowering it with all your worry. Yeah, that's a lot of power. And so, hey, if we could imagine something, you know, we don't want, why not imagine something that we do? <laughs> it's just almost like switching the dial, just making that decision not to go negative yeah. and keep it on that creative round. So anytime you start to worry because you're imagining terrible things, oh, catch yourself. Stop. Back up and go, oh, yeah, I'm creative. I don't have to wait and worry that something horrible is going to happen. Instead, what would I rather have than this horrible thing I'm imagining? What would I rather have? If it's an illness that you're afraid of, what would I rather have? Oh, what would you rather have? You'd rather have health, wouldn't you? Great health. Great health. Vitality. Okay, start there. That's not necessarily going to cure everything. But it's the start. You're, you're redirecting. You're making a course correction in your life. It's been going in the worry end. It's been going in the oh no end. It's been going in the I'm stuck end. But the first step is getting yourself to redirect, to change the course. 
And how you do that is so simple, just like this woman. So simple. Oh, I've been imagining I can't do this because this is the way the world is. But now, what if I imagine I can? And not only I can, but I will. And not only I will, as in the future, but I am right now, right here. I could imagine having this right here, right now. Oh, yeah. I don't have to wait for tomorrow, right? I just have to wait for tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) He's making fun of our name. (laughs) Here today, gone tomorrow. So, So Michael, do you have... um, Let's say someone is in a situation where they don't want to wait and create. Do you have a specific tool that, that they can use for that? Yes. First things are always what we teach, you know, practically in most of our uh, shows is get yourself grounded. Find the center of your head ah, and, and find that point of neutrality in the center of your head where you're aware and totally neutral, which means you could just have whatever. You can let everything be as they are. Your feelings could be what they are. Your your thoughts could be what they are. The world could be what they are. And you just let it be. I mean, it's been going on that way anyway. What's another few more seconds or minutes or hours to go on like that? It's not going to destroy everything, right? So just let it be. And when you do let it be, Guess what happens? You start to find your own space to be. If you can't let someone else or something else out there be the way it is, you're not going to let yourself be. Ah, so that's a good way to start. What am I I not letting be as as it is? Oh, yeah, I've been trying to change somebody. I've been trying to change the law. I've been trying to change the way the world is. Okay, for now, for right now, I'm just going to let it be. Ah, now you start to have your own space to be more. Then you can access your inner creativity as the spirit that you are. If you're so busy trying to change everything out there and control everything and whatever, make everything happen the way you want it to be, huh? you're not going to be able to access that real creativity, the real power within you. That comes from being right here in the present. Then the first step is imagine. But if you're in a lousy mood, (laughs) what are you going to imagine? Lousy stuff. Yes, you know, oh, woe is me, Uh, this is terrible, and this is terrible. And um, from that place, you don't want to imagine anything, because you're going to imagine more terrible. But first thing, oh, be like a little kid. Be in a little amusement. Laugh at yourself. Yeah, laugh at something, you know. Tell a joke to yourself, something. Get yourself in a little amusement. Because being at least a little happy with yourself is the only starting point. Yeah? People think that happiness is some kind of an ultimate goal. No, happiness is a starting point. Once you're at least a little happy with yourself and your life, then 
you can start to create. So that's number one. And once you're at least able to smile, laugh a little bit, even when things are bad, even if you're in pain, doesn't mean you can't laugh. And then as you start to laugh a little bit, then you can imagine, oh yeah, you know, I could imagine something better. I could imagine being in a healthier state. I could imagine being even happier. Oh yeah, I could imagine myself smiling. I could imagine myself laughing even. (laughs) Yeah, once you could imagine it, guess what? You could experience it because imagining it is your first experience of it. And then you start to be able to manifest, express it more and more and more. And the other thing about don't wait, just create. The creating is giving. Creative expression is sharing. If you're trying to get something for yourself and keep it for you, there's no sharing. So whatever it is you like, share it. Well, we're coming to the end of our show today. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed offering it to you. Next Wednesday for Living the Miracle, we'll focus on taking care of your aura. That's the energy field around you. When you learn to do that, you'll be a healthier and happier version of you. Remember to join us on your phone, too, Saturday, May 25th from 10 a.m., to 12 noon Pacific time for our teleclass called Overwhelmed Psychic Tools for Regrouping. All the details for it and to sign up are on michaeltamora.com, May Events Calendar, or you can call our office to sign up at 530-926-2650. Please keep spreading the word about our show and share it on social media. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. See you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.